expected through tomorrow. Fiona forecast to pass just west of Bermuda tonight. Now, another system, Invest 98L, is also being monitored by forecasters. They say that system is likely to become a tropical depression over the next couple of days. The disturbance forecast to move west-northwestward across the eastern Caribbean Sea during the next day or two, and it should be over the central Caribbean Sea by this weekend. The mayor of Mexico City confirming two people have died today following this morning's magnitude 6.8 earthquake. The tremor centered about 400 miles west of the capital city, not far from where a magnitude 7.6 tremor hit on Monday. That quake also killed two people in today's earthquake. One woman killed trying to evacuate. A second victim died of a heart attack. The earthquake causing buildings to sway in Mexico City, but no major damage has been reported. Former President Trump arguing that the New York Attorney General suing him has had it out for him for years. On Fox News, Trump said Letitia James has long campaigned to get him. James has filed the lawsuit against the former president for allegedly inflating his net worth. The civil lawsuit also accuses Trump and his family of falsifying business records to obtain loans, stretching asset valuations, and committing insurance fraud. Trump defended his practices, calling it the continuation of a witch hunt against him. I'm Mark Mayfield. Gas prices continue to drop here in the Sunshine State. AAA reporting the average price for a gallon of regular right now, three thirty-eight. dollars uh, That's down a penny since yesterday here in Florida. It is $0.30 cents cheaper than the national average, which sits at three sixty-eight. And Miami officials already making plans to spend some of the rent revenue from Miami Freedom Park. Even though permit paperwork for inner uh, Miami CF Stadium hasn't been submitted, commissioners today are expected to discuss a resolution which would send 25% of the money to the Anti-Poverty Initiative Program Fund. Second proposal would allocate 25% to an affordable housing trust fund. The first rent payment wouldn't be due until operators of the Mel Reese Golf Course move out. Taking a look at the markets right now, everything's still trading in negative territory. The Dow is down 168 points at the moment, 30,014. NASDAQ down 130, S&P down 30. Another update comes your way at 10.30. The Brian Mudd Show is up next. And we'll all talk News Radio 610 WIOD. President Putin has made over nuclear threats against Europe. Faith. Freedom. We'll use all means at our disposal to protect Russia. Facts. This is not a bluff. This is the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIOD. Hey there, how the heck are you on this Thursday? Just a few things to talk about, huh? Among them, I'm going to dive into something that is worthy of additional conversation that is kind of below the news cycle right now. It is about our Governor Ron DeSantis, but it's actually about his proposed sales tax plan that would permanently eliminate many sales taxes within our state and would extend many more to at least one-year exemptions. I'm going to dive into that as part of my top three takeaways, along with voting for DeSantis to dump Trump. Hang with me on this one. Voting for DeSantis to dump Trump. We'll get to that an hour from now. Speaking of Trump, former president, and also Biden, the current, our White House correspondent, and a man who has a really high pain tolerance, also happens to be the only member of the White House press corps, also an attorney, John Decker, who uh, spent his day yesterday covering the president at the United Nations. John, you must have slept like a baby last night. Uh, I did. I did sleep uh, 
very well last night. Took a train back, the Acela train back from New York City last night. Uh, got back pretty late and a uh, quick turnaround this morning, but that sometimes happens. And, uh, boy, the news never stops. Uh, you know, back uh, in D.C., talking about Trump, talking about the U.N. and the president's uh, speech there at the United Nations General Assembly. So a lot going on, Brian. Yeah, and just uh, real quick on the U.N. stuff, if you want to kind of give us our the, the highlights, your takeaways from what happened there, not just Biden, but generally, what came out of it? Well, sure. You know, the president, uh, his speech yesterday, I think he checked all the boxes, the things that needed to be said about Russia, about Putin, about the need to be unified in the world's opposition to Russia, to continue to isolate that country. Uh, and, you know, also announcing $1.2 billion in additional military aid for Ukraine. So there are no signs that that coalition united against Russia is cracking in any way. So I think that the president, uh, minor victory, if you want to call it that, you know, showing Putin that the world is uh, and continues to be and continue to will be united against him in this war that he's prosecuted against a sovereign country, against the, the sovereign territory of his neighbor. All right. Let's talk about some Trump. Now, obviously, okay, more news. Another day and another lawsuit that's being filed by somebody against uh, the, the former president. Uh, this one, a civil suit out of New York. Not criminal, but civil, which in and of itself is interesting. Tell us about it. Well, certainly. We're talking about Letitia James. She's the attorney general of the state of New York. Uh, she is on the record of uh, having said uh, as she was running for attorney general that she would go after uh, the former president, who is now a private citizen, uh, and she's essentially followed through with that. A civil case is different, different from a criminal case in that uh, at the end of the day, no one's going to jail, but it certainly could hamstring uh, the former president, his company, the Trump Organization, three of his children in terms of doing future business in the state of New York. That's number one. And the, the re reason I mention it's a civil case is because the burden of proof is lower in a civil case than it is in a criminal case. In a criminal case, we've heard this phrase before, beyond a reasonable doubt. That's what a prosecutor needs to do to uh, establish their case with a jury. Uh, in a civil case, it's just a preponderance of the evidence, so lower standard and it also should be mentioned that the former president has given a sworn deposition in this case. He invoked his constitutional Fifth Amendment rights over 400 times. But in, in a civil case, a jury can be instructed and will be instructed that they can infer a negative inference by the former president invoking his Fifth Amendment rights so often during the course of his deposition. And, John, this comes on back of two things. One, Letitia James having run a campaign, a failed campaign previously, on the get Trump message, we're, we're going to do this kind of thing to him. And so it also comes on the heels of a grand jury over a criminal investigation having been released because ultimately the prosecutor didn't have a case. And so... Everything has been thrown against the wall within the state of New York against him already. She comes back, following through on a campaign promise uh, in, in this civil suit. I mean, reality is, this thing is going nowhere for years at a minimum, and probably not even then, right? I do not know. I do not know uh, the extent to which uh, she is, uh, you know, has an open and shut, buttoned-up case, civil case against uh, the former president. Uh, he's dealing with a number of legal matters. Uh, you know, less, uh, he got another uh, legal defeat yesterday, 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta, uh, ruling against Judge Cannon, the federal district court judge in South Florida, 
saying that uh, Department of Justice prosecutors can view all of that uh, classified information that was obtained during their search warrant execution at Mar-a-Lago on August the 8th. Uh, and so the Trump team could appeal it to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, they could certainly do that. I don't think they have much of a case there. Uh, you know, what that three-judge panel, two of those judges, by the way, named to the bench by former President Trump, they essentially shot down every argument that Judge Cannon put forward in denying the DOJ initial request to go through that material to continue their criminal investigation. Okay, and so I want to tie all this in together, and also with the hearing with the special master uh, that that happened earlier this week. So, you know, essentially it seemed like you had the, the special master say, look, Team Trump, if you can prove these docs were declassified, you need to do it. And, you know, in so many words, it looked like he'd be... Yeah, just fine. If if not, then it looks like there's trouble for him. So Sean Hannity was uh, here yesterday. He was he's with the former president at Mar-a-Lago, and uh, I wanted to play this in particular and get your thoughts. If you're okay. the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it, and there doesn't have to be a process. It, it, it kind of cracked me up. I mean, it, it hit me in all the right places when I heard that, because the first thing that came to mind, John, was I yeah. dream of genie. And I could just envision closing the eyes and going. The only thing that was missing was the doing uh, to, to make it happen. Yeah. So, um, right. But I actually think as um, as goofy as that might sound, I, I think I might know where he was going with that. And I also want to get your legal perspective on this. So one of the things I've been doing is, uh, you know, from the onset, when we're talking about the classified documents, what was the actual language? You know, what what was the actual protocol for for Trump on docs? Because every president, as we've discussed, has absolute authority in this regard. And they have to set the terms and they have to abide by the terms that they set ultimately. And you go back to George W. Bush. There hasn't been a president in the modern era that just completely scrapped the former president's classification language. They've always kind of worked through, you know, worth it and, and tweaked some things here and there to, to fit their preferences. And going back to George W. Bush, it looks like he, you know, who used to go to the Crawford Ranch a lot, put in a, a standing, hey, uh, if I take it with me outside the White House, it's automatically declassified. So he didn't get himself in the soup along the lines of what we're talking about here with Trump. Obama left that language in, and near as I can tell, so did Donald Trump. And so if that language was in there, uh, the question at this point would ultimately be, hey, did you, when you were president, take these docs off site, and is that how they got there? Uh, and, and if so, prove it, and, I mean, you know, case closed almost. Uh, if if you can't, then you, you're, you're probably in, in, in the soup here. I mean, uh, you, your thoughts about all that? Well, so far in every legal filing, none of the former president's lawyers have said what the former president said in that interview and what he said countless times in other interviews, uh, and that is that he had declassified this information. His lawyers have not made that claim in any legal filing. That's number one. Number two, the crimes that the former president uh, potentially is being invested, investigated for have nothing at all to do with classified information. So that's problematic for him. It has to do with national defense information. It doesn't have to be classified. And I did not see the interview that Sean Hannity conducted with the former president, but I have to ask you this question, Brian. 
did he ask this basic question? And it's a basic question that if you're a good journalist, you would have asked the former president if you had an opportunity to ask him this question. And that is, Mr. President, you've been out of office for over a year and a half. Why did you still have this material that is not yours? It's government information. It's government documents. It's national defense information. It has the highest classification level. Did Sean Hannity ask that basic question to the former president? Why yeah, he had that information? Not, not the explicit way that you positioned that now. Um, yeah. And like, and your your point's taken here. Your point's taken. Uh, there are the the two different matters, though. I mean, ultimately, to your point, John. I mean, if there are things that needed to go back. Um, Again, we talk about the subpoena process and everything else. I guess that's all part of the other legal claim. But what we are, are hearing and, and what this has been largely positioned as, the classified docs. And that's certainly where the conversation with the special master is is circulating. If they're not classified, I mean, you, frankly, he doesn't have to provide the rest of that reason, does he? I mean, if there are declassified documents, other than getting them back, yes, from a from a point of of criminal behavior, because we are talking about a criminal investigation, he didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't matter if it's well, their top secret I, national I would, security I, interest, because I if go, he, he I would go down that road. I wouldn't go down that road. If you or I, if you or I, if you Brian Mudd or I had uh, material that should be conveyed over to the government, and I've been asked for that material over a year and a half and I'm not turning it over to the government, I have committed a federal offense. And the former president is not above the law. And I'm not saying he will be charged with any crime. I don't even believe he's been named a target of their criminal investigation. He's a focus, but he hasn't right. been named a target of the investigation. At the end of the day, he could not be char- He may not be charged with any uh, crimes, and they may not pursue any case against the former president. But, uh, you know, the former president... Uh, on that interview that he did with Sean Hannity, I mean, I'd be pulling my hair out if I was his attorney representing him uh, based upon the things that he was saying. The, As you call it, the I Dream of Genie defense. I've called, <laughs> I've called it, I've heard it called the Kreskin uh, defense, which is an old reference. You probably yes. don't know that. No, I know Kreskin. Person that used to yeah. be on like shows like the Merv Griffin show. Yeah, you know? no, I watch all anyway, the uh, the reruns that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think he called himself a mentalist. Anyway, that's not going to cut uh, muster, and and no uh, lawyer worth his salt is going to make that particular claim in any federal filing. So look, you know, we'll see where this goes. Um, well, I understand why the yeah we're going to say Brian and, and, and John. I, I get your point. And I, I understand where you're coming from, which is always, by the way, a pragmatic legal one and, and these discussions as well. What I come back to at a certain point is Comey and no reasonable prosecutor. And that ultimately is, I think, a broader part of this conversation because we are talking about two different lanes. You're right. Docs that belong to the government that he has to give back to the government at the same time, him being in, in position of classified information. And that, to me, really seems to be the big piece here. And if his classified language, you know, covers him that way and they can evidence that. I mean, now, if somebody in a shifty way took the docs out of the White House and got them to Mar-a-Lago, that's going to be problematic regardless of what the classified language is, I would think. So it, right. even then, I mean, there, there's it's there's more to this story. I'm not suggesting there's not. But at the same time, I, I think that um, some uh, just the basics of his classified language might be overlooked in, in some of this discussion. It's my point in, in doing that, that along with a good laugh, because the I dream of junior <laughs> thing to John have it. Have an awesome yeah. day.
We'll talk to you. Have soon. a great day. Have a great day, Brian. Thanks so All much. Right. Bye-bye. Our White House correspondent, John Decker. Be right back here. Uh, Brian Mudchen, he's ready to get 610 WIOD. Even by thinking about it. South Florida 